Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 424. And today we're going to be looking at the gift of gene key number 5, which is keynoted patience. And we've been looking at the evolution of impatience, right? This is all the gene key of time, right? The end of time, reaching all the way to the city of timelessness. And uh, this is um, obvious, <laughs> such an obvious thing, right? The, the, the gift of, of, of impatience, right? The, the shadow being impatience and the gift being patience, right? But what is really patience? And we've been really looking into rhythm. And if, if we were to change our perception of time from uh, a mental construct, based on on um, a natural distrust in life and that is what really creates time because time is a, it's a, it's a fluid if uh, kind of like a, like a, an energetic fluid that uh, elongates or, or or withdraws according to our perception of it because it doesn't really exist what we what we have what is real is the rhythms of life we got the heart beating right that creates a rhythm and we have the the day that turns into the night right the the earth spinning around the earth the sun that is a rhythm that gives us it's it's a night and it's day and we can see the procession of the day as the sun moves and we can see the procession of the night as the sun as the moon moves or there is a lack of a moon and we know that's the yeah, i don't know if it's called a new moon or something <laughs> i should know but there's like we could count the days of the month through the moon, and we have all these rhythms in life. We have, we have. Uh, uh, if we can sit down next to a creek, we will see, we will, we will listen to the rhythm of water flowing constantly. There is a rhythm in nature, and it's organic. It's flow, right? This is what we're looking into, into um, as the antidote of uh, impatience. This flow, this trust in the rhythm of life and we've been looking into that in the last three uh, three episodes and today we're going to actually look into what is once you actually have surrendered to this organic um, settle settling within yourself that natural trust in the rhythm of life and we call that patience if you are not familiar with the podcast, you want to go to jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv, that's the homepage of the podcast. At the very bottom, there's a link that says Jinkies. If you're not familiar with what we're doing here, click on that tab and listen to episode 256, and that'll give you a good idea of what is the purpose of this whole thing. We are learning how to heal ourselves. And all last year, we worked into, uh, looked into what is the hologenetic profile, this map that helps us heal ourselves using these tools, uh, the jinkies, these archetypes of experience, right? And uh, if you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, click on the About tab and listen to Episode 1. Our, our goal here is to make spirituality practical. How can we understand the very the very uh, challenge that we have as individuals in this reality is uh, have a proper understanding of life. I mean, it sounds really basic, but 
It isn't because we are in, in, in the midst of, and we've been through these dark ages for hundreds of, of thousands of years. We've been of the, you know, at least 26,000 years, right? This loop of, um, of, of what they call the Kali Yuga, right? And, and we have lost our grounding as a civilization. We have been disconnected so much from nature from the truth, and when I mean the truth, I don't mean individual truth, I mean the universal truth, which is the rhythm of life. And we have been sold the concept of time that uh, didn't exist until everything started getting compartmentalized in the last couple hundred years. And now we are at this point where a lot of people can't listen to God, or they don't even understand, or believe that it exists. And what I mean by God is the natural a union among all of life. And, and, and I, I don't even consider it a union because a union implies that there's a separation. It is, the fact is that all of life is one thing. All of humanity is one organism. And it's so advanced that the, this is a technology where we're experiencing this, literally this reality is the most advanced technology, the subatomic structure, how it operates. And how it's built these amazing possibilities that we have to play here. We are, this is our playground. And it's all so that we can experience what is it, who we are. We can reawaken to ourselves by uh, seemingly lose that connection with the love of God. And so uh, there's a reason for that. There's a spiritual reason for that. But uh, right now it has like reached all the way of like, you know, if there was a... a a knob that goes from zero to ten. This it has reached eleven. It's almost all the way down to twelve. And uh, this is what happens when uh, when there's a, when people don't have a connection with God. You start believing that you, what you need, other people have, or that or that other people are are here to harm you, and you have to defend yourself. I'm not saying that is not the truth. What I'm saying is that when you have a deeper understanding of how everything works, you know how to listen to the rhythm of life. And just as, a, you know, in, in nature, you know, there's sounds and, 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 and movement. And if there's like, uh, if the gazelle is like listening, it's always listening. He'd be very attentive. You know, if there's a predator, you know, they can, you know, realize it and they're they're equipped to run faster than them and unless they're weak and 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 then nature will clean the herd and so that's a balance that's organic natural balance in nature but i'm talking about another kind of fear i'm talking about the misunderstanding of reality the disconnection from this rhythm because when you are organic you have a connection organic connection with the rhythm of reality you're not thinking about that. You're not thinking. You are perceiving with your entire inner electromagnetic field. You are connected. And you can sense the micro fluctuations in the field when you are speaking to another person. You can feel the field. You can feel them. Immediately you know. You can sense what they call the vibes, right? You can feel their vibe. You know this is, this is okay. There's respect. There's kindness. There's curiosity. There's 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 empathy. This is this is something that I want to open up to, right? And I'm not saying that uh, that you should be going around with a with a closed heart. But what I'm saying is, be wise. You know, don't be naive. 
Like, you know, as, as we start in our spiritual journey, we're like, want to hug everybody. There are people that don't want to be hugged. And I'm not just literally meaning hugging physically. Yes, physically, but I'm meaning open your heart. There are people that are on their journey. They might be, and they're all, we're all brothers and sisters here, but everybody has the right to go through their own experience. And there are people through, that are going through really dark stuff and they want to be left alone. And when you go there and try to, you know, you're poking the bear, you're going to get, you know, beaten. So we learn through all of this experience, you know, you put the the hand on the hot stove, you're going to get it burned. So all of these we're learning little by little. But the most important thing that we have to learn is how to listen to this rhythm of life. And we're going to be talking about this today. Um, I'm not, like I always say, I'm not a teacher of anything. I'm studying this stuff myself every day. And this is the work of a British, uh, brilliant British uh, writer and mystic, uh, uh, Richard Rod, a beautiful man. And he's just put this stuff together from all spiritual traditions, all religions. And, and, and it's a wonderful uh, review of, of what are these basic archetypes of human experience, basic arc building blocks of reality, these gene keys, right? But at the end of the whole thing, this is just... Um, kindling to your fire. This is These are tools, these are hints. The true knowledge does not come from words. So as I'm reading, I'm thinking about it, I'm contemplating it, it, it I'm, you know, I'm sharing with you what, what I get out of it. But this is just my opinion. This is not the truth. The truth comes when you contemplate these concepts and you find your own words that are aligned with your life. If you're a fisherman, you're going to find terms that have to do with fishing. If, you, if you're if you a musician, you're going to find terms that have to do with music because the truth is universal. It's, 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 it's individual and simultaneously is universal. So the truth, you will recognize it when you put it in your own words. And this is your connection. This is your conversation with God. This is what, uh, this is what we're doing here. We're, we're looking through this lens and, and having that, uh, our, our, a point of connection so that we can start having our own personal download and then it becomes your own personal spiritual truth. All of this is just philosophy. These are words. They are not the truth. The truth is your own experience. So let's get started with the gift of Jinky number five, patience, right? The antidote of impatience is patience, right? <laughs> this is sounds pretty obvious, but it is actually quite profound. The ironic thing about patience is that it takes patience to learn patience. <laughs> you have to do the thing. It's not something that, you, that you're going to get one day. You just have to practice it right now. You're having the experience. Yesterday, we talked about the two modalities, right? Uh, pushy and, and um, pessimistic. So if you have come to the point where you can recognize this in you, because we all have these shadows. Best thing that we can do is get away of the, of the programming of beating yourself up for recognizing the shadows, because we're all doing that. We, we, we do that, and we don't even recognize, oh, my God, I'm this, I'm a piece of shit, you know? And then you start beating yourself up for it. Uh-uh. That is, that is old thinking. That doesn't work. You recognize something, you bring it to the front, and then you put it in your heart. And you say, God, heal this wound, this misunderstanding in my consciousness. And then you embrace it with love. As a part of you, the pessimism, the pushiness, whatever other jinky you're working on. 
And then this will start dissolving and at the very core of it, it's always a frightened child. I'm afraid. I couldn't handle that experience when I was a kid. And now it's 20, 30, 50 years later and you're still carrying that stuff. But this is this is the way, right? So we're focusing on patience, right? And And patience can be learned, right? The more patient you become, the more you learn that patience always pays off. And it is easier and more natural, and it becomes more natural to just wait. And and what are you doing with that? Because you're pausing, you're 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 settling yourself in the present. You are syncing with the rhythm of life, the rhythm of manifestations. Because what is time really? It's just is the space between now and your manifestation. Oh, I have an appointment at four. That's the space between your manifestation. Oh, I want to buy that car. You know, and I have to work, you know, whatever, or, or do this business here. And that's going to take me two months. And then that's the space between manifestation, right? Or I want to get in shape and I know that I'm fat or whatever, you know, so that you need to work for like six months and eat good. You know that there's a time and a space, right? But that, if you were to transform that con- that concept between waiting in that kind of like antsy state, because that's the impatience. And instead, fall into the flow of the rhythm. Now you are not on time. You're still on the rhythm. They're still going to take two months or whatever. Or it could actually change. Maybe some, some things happen when you become more patient. Things are actually begun to a- accelerate. And sometimes you're just more at ease. And it takes the same amount of time in quotes, right? But it, it happens like it feels like it happens faster. Because you're not anxious, you're not pushy, you're not pessimistic, right? This this shadow uh, aspects of this impatience uh, shadow, right? So, um, so patience is not the same thing as waiting. You can wait both patiently or impatiently. Patience is the natural ground of your being, whereas impatience arises out of fear and conditioning. Impatience is doubting the manifestation. You know, you have that appointment for, you're impatient, you know. It, it sounds kind of like weird and counterintuitive, but it is doubting. Not doubting that it's going to happen because it is 4, 4, 4, 4 p.m. is going to come. You know, whether you're alive or dead, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come. But what is the state in between here and there? Maybe you have an appointment that is very important and you got to like perform, Right? And now you have that stress. Now you have that, that impatience, right? Oh, it's not going to work. I'm not going to get what I want at that appointment. But if you were to follow, the, to fall back into the flow of the moment, maybe instead of thinking about any of that stuff, you just go take a nap or you work whatever you're doing in your work and you focus on maybe you're doing cabinet kitchen cabinets and you're focusing on making them beautiful. Maybe you take a stroll through the park and smell the roses. Maybe you have a great conversation with a friend and have fun, you know, have, have, you know, have, have, have a meal with somebody. Now you're living life. Your mind is not impatiently, you know, uh, expecting that moment with, with a, with a certain, you know, apprehension, because that stuff comes from fear, and fear comes from doubting the manifestation, doubting God. So patience is about trust. 
If you trust in life, you will trust life in every moment, even the challenging moments. And in doing so, you will always remain in the flow. Notice many rhythms all around you. This is the underlying presence of these rhythms, and this is what makes you feel stable. So patience is about recognizing the underlying rhythm of life, the rhythm of God, if you want to call it, the rhythm of the universe, the rhythm of nature. It's hard to, um, to sink into these rhythms if you live in the city because uh, they're disconnected from God. I mean, there's still people there, so God still lives there because God is everywhere. But there's the norm to be uh, 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 to live within time, within the illusion of time. If you're in New York or whatever, the frequency there is is upset. Is 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 there's a there's a conflict, constant conflict of of of, of there's an underlying disconnection from the flow of the river, right? The flow of the desert, the flow of 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 a child, of a baby, right? You look at a baby. They're on the flow. If they get angry, they go, ah, they can cry. And then the next moment they're laughing. Ah, and they're like, and then they're on an adventure. And moment to moment, the baby's present. It's, look at, that's why looking at puppies, and if you have, you have ever put like those YouTube videos where you have like puppies or, or, or kittens, you know, like baby kittens or a baby, it's always refreshing because it reconnects you with that natural organic rhythm of life, rhythm of truth. Because they are in absolute trust in life. They're, they're, they're living. They're not considering all the potential dangers. I'm not saying you shouldn't. What I'm saying is when you're in the flow and you're an adult, or you whatever, call it an adult, you know, you will sense because you're in the flow, oh, there's a danger here. But now you were not thinking about it or fearing about it. You would just, in the moment that the flow will tell you, okay, there's some things here. Maybe I should slow down. And next thing you know, there's like an accident ahead of you because you're being, you're listening and spirit will tell you, it will guide you when you learn how to flow with this rhythm of the universe. And this will give you that solidity, will ground you. And the more people that are patient, they're very, uh, very attractive because they have a solidity to them. You feel, you feel like you can, you can hang out with them. They don't feel, you know fidgety you know they have a presence because they're connecting they're flowing with the rhythm of life so as a vital element of the ring of light remember every one of these gene keys belong to a to a kind of like a family and we'll be talking about that after we're done talking to all of these gene keys and this is how the gene keys move through the world so this gene key gene key number five belongs to the ring of light and it plays a profound role within our genetics this is the amino acid. This jinky represents the amino acid threonine. I hope I'm saying it right. T-H-R-E-O-N-I-N-E. Threonine. And this determines the blueprint of how your individual cells trap the light from the environment and convert it into energy. Through, the, through your electromagnetic field, you draw in or limit the frequencies of high the high frequencies of light and bring them deep into your cellular structure to the cellular structure of your body if you live your life out of fear 
Magnetically speaking, you are limiting the amount of light that touches your DNA. The more open-hearted you are, the more you magnetize higher frequencies into that very same DNA. It is only at certain frequencies that that particular codes can be activated. So when you're in love, for example, you will always experience higher codes within your DNA and these, one, these are going to be awakening. And time will pass differently. This is the kind of example I keep bringing up, you know. Higher frequency, you experience a different flow of time because you're, you're listening to a, to a higher understanding of the rhythm of life. It's the same rhythm, but it's a different octave. Now you're playing with music, right? You have the rhythm, and then, but then you have, and then you have the, 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 the frequency here, and let's say the fundamental, and then you got your seven notes, and now you're listening to at a higher octave. It's the same note, but it's a higher frequency. And so when you're in love, and this is an example that you can actually remember from your life. If you can, then my, my blessings to you. Like if you haven't had that, if you haven't been in love, you know, make it your priority because there is really nothing more important in this world than being in love. So if you're in love, time will pass differently, almost as if you were in a timeless bubble. Anyone who has been in love can recognize and remember this kind of unique experience. Patience, when experienced, but fully, deeply experienced within the body, it leads to an opening of your heart and the consequent turning of a higher code within your DNA. Because the body is designed to awaken to these frequencies. When you, when you settle into this natural organic rhythm, this flow of life, and become patient. And patient is not necessarily waiting. You could be waiting while you're patient, but they don't necessarily equate to the same thing like we were talking a little bit ago. Patience is really uh, being connected to life, to the rhythm of life. It's, it's being in the present. It's enjoying your life now. And then organically, just letting it unfold, right? It's not like pushing it like if a, if a, if a mother is pregnant. They're not going to be like, okay, I want my baby now. They patiently wait, you know, eight, nine months for, for, for the baby to grow. And it's this learned, I, I, I mean, I don't know, I'm not, I don't know, but um, the, this is what I believe it is. is there's a, I, at least I've seen a lot of, of mothers, after they become mothers, they are more patient than before. In my experience, when I've met them, uh, they, there's, a, there's a weight in, in, their, in their presence after having a baby. They went through this learning of this patience. And it wasn't just waiting, it was patience. It developed because now they have a rhythm within a rhythm in the baby. So um, the more you're able to settle into a deep trust and patience within the rhythm of your own life, because you also have a rhythm, and to learn how to recognize and listen to that very specific rhythm that you are, that is your authenticity. Because you might move at a different pacing than other people. Sometimes you can have two people with high frequency. And what I mean that they, they are they're open-hearted and they're experiencing you know, more of the light of creation, more of the enjoying of life. But one of them is really super hyper and the other one is really super peaceful. I'm not saying that the other one doesn't have peace, but what I'm saying is like they're just moving at a different rhythm. 
And, and this might not necessarily be kind of people that would hang out together. They could. I mean, it could happen. I don't know. The universe is full of wonders. But there, but it's like if, if let's say you put you're working on the same project and you put those kind of people together, the high frequency might create a melding and they would create a whole other level of reality because high frequency uh, interaction always finds amazing ways of creating things. But it might not necessarily be the rhythm that 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 one or the other person want to move at. So you have to learn to recognize organically what is your rhythm. And this takes time and love and trust and respect in your natural flow, right? Um, so the more you're able to settle and, and, and into a deep trust and patience with your own rhythm, the more your heart will open and the softer and more yielding you will become in your attitude to everything and everyone that comes your way. This is so very true. The more patient you become, you will have experiences when people come and they're out of sync, they're impatient or whatever other shadow they're experiencing. And it's not necessarily that you're going to be like, you know, feeding that, but it's not going to hit you uh, like you would if you were in the shadow. Like like you're going to be more more kind. And the more understanding and more wisdom you have, you you might even become... Uh, empathic and and you're able to understand you're not going to be judgmental and this is this is what happened these are the gifts that are coming up as you become more and more patient right you're not going to be struggling trying to solve a problem right because they have their own life you don't know what they need it's not but your job is that it doesn't fluster you it doesn't get you out of that state Right, and you're just gonna hold your ground. It's gonna be beautiful, and and many of the times that frequency will affect without even saying anything, and other people will find that rhythm calming. That is where people like to hang out with pe- pe- uh, patience people, patient people. Right, uh, um, so you your heart will be your heart will open and become softer and more yielding, and you will become in your attitude. Your attitude will become more patient. To everything and everyone that comes your way. The state of open-heartedness or of being in love is a completely natural human state. There are people in the world who live permanently in this state. You know, there are tons of, a lot of people actually. Um, you just don't meet them when you are in the, in the low frequencies because you're literally kind of existing in different universes. The people that are in high frequency, they they it's magnetic. We're moving. We're talking about electromagnetism. If you're in the shadow, and you're calling somebody that's and in that moment is in 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 the, in the gift, the other person might be taking a shower and they miss your phone call or something. It's it 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 fits like that. You know, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. If it's happening, then it is meant to be. You know, if it's pushing, if it's if it's uh, uh, pushing your buttons then it is meant to be, right? Why? Maybe this is a practice of patience, a moment to practice patience. I believe every moment is a moment to practice patience. So the gifts that come to the patient person are not only, are not only inner quietness, but also integration. You integrate life much better when you're, when you're at, at ease with the natural flow, the rhythm of life. When you allow life to reveal its natural rhythms, you come to realize that life knows best. And I keep saying this. I, I've been saying this for the last three days, right? 
Hindsight shows you repeatedly that life is constructed of beautiful and perfect patterns woven into wonderful tapestries and that your individual life follows such cosmic patterns. And what was this what this really means in more like, you know, human terms is you realize your place in the universe. You realize your beauty and your importance when you're patient. Love gives you your place. It gives you your value. And you, you realize how important you are, how important everyone is. This patience allows you to see that there is no, there is no chaos in the universe. It appears to be chaotic when people are out of sync with the rhythm. It's really about music. Oh, we're making music here. We're, we're with our frequency, literally our frequency is a tone. And everyone is vibrating this tone. We are making music as we connect with each other. So if you know how to wait calmly, you will, realize, you will realize that you are always a part of these wider patterns. And that they actually support you at all times. Even in the most challenging times. Above all, the gift of patience allows you to hear life's music. That's exactly what I'm telling you. And it's not just hear it, but be part of it. The music of life when you're just at peace and you're sitting down and suddenly next thing you know, you're listening to the birds. And they're doing their thing and it's this, it might sound like a cacophony if you're in the shadow, but when you're in the gift, it's a symphony. You listen to the wind blowing through the trees. You look at the, suddenly like a, 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 a lizard just squirreling wire or a squirrel. And they're making this and all of that. And next thing you know, there's people talking here and there. And it's a symphony. Everything, it's a rhythm, it's organic, it has a, it has a movement. But it's, it's, it makes sense. If you're in the city, you're going to hear, hear a very different thing. You're going to be listening to, to the, the, the sounds of, of the shadow. And mostly big cities, you will be listening to, to rush and, and, and irritation and and it sounds and you could you could evolve to the point where you can pierce through that and and perceive the underlying uh, truth uh, among people and we will hear a deep sadness. It's uh, it, but it, but uh, that is the truth at the very core is, is sad people. Um, and then there's nature that holds everything together because you know there's still birds in in, in the city, but most of the most you will hear. A lot of uh, uh, impatience. Cities are, are riddled with impatience, right? Um, so, um, so patience tunes patience tunes you into the subtle metronome behind your life. This rhythm, the organic flow of of the universe, it allows you to breathe deeply into your belly and never feel trapped by your outer life situation. Because this is something we feel a lot. If you're feeling impatience, you're literally feeling trapped. That's why you're impatient. You're feeling like you're in a trap. There is not going to be an exit. God, God is not going to show up. Things are not going to work out. I got to figure out the way. I got to start like pushing around. Or I totally give up and say, fuck it. I might as well just die because I can't fix this thing. That those we looked at those yesterday, the pessimism and the pushy sides. 
But the, but the metronome of life is this organic flow. You're, you now you're being part of the music. It completely changes your experience. Patience opens you up to a whole other life that is happening right here. And it's incredibly rewarding. But, and then you stop being, becoming a victim of the world. Because whatever happens, it's what it's supposed to happen. Even if when it's like challenging stuff or just there's bad news or something, it's like, well, what am I going to do? I mean, yeah, I, could, I mean, if it hits you, you cry or whatever. That's part of the rhythm. But you can't fight something that it's like it, it's, it's, it is what it is. Or you figure out a way to, how do we move forward with this? And then you start moving forward. But if you react to that situation out of impatience, you're going to make it worse. And this is every single time when there's like an argument or a big problem or a chaos or drama. And you, this stuff escalates. And there's going to reach, it's going to reach a, a point of, of release that is going to be worse. And that'll take you to a crisis. At some point, life will teach you to sit down. Because life, you know, it's either taps you in the shoulder or kicks you in the teeth. This is the power of the universe, right? You have to flow with the life. You have to flow with the rhythm of the universe. You can't, you're not here to bend it to your will. You know, that is what they're trying to do and they're failing at it miserably. Um, so, so patience smooths rough edges. It keeps your heart and mind open and makes life seem so simple and easy. It's so true. When you become impatient, even for a moment, you have stopped listening and trusting in the greater life. And this, this is why patience has always been the true gauge and measure of the greatness of a person's soul. And this is what, this is what, um, this is what the love of the understanding of patience is, right? At the, very, at the very core, at the very presence of what we have inside. And so we've reached the end of the episode today. And uh, this is, um, um, tomorrow we're going to be looking at the city of uh, timelessness. We're going to reach the very, the very core of, of what is the end of time, right? And time ends where you have completely dissolved back to the source. And that's our, that's our work here, to dissolve back to the source. And uh, podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every uh, app available out there. And uh, go to John.tv, follow us. There's a new, there, we have a new tab at the bottom, and I'll take you to our Telegram channel. And we are also addressing all the stuff that's happening in the world right now because we need to look at our inner shadows and heal it. And we need to be able to look at the shadows of the world. And, 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 and because as we awaken and heal our inner shadows, we step up into, into the world and bring our gifts to the world so that we can play our note into the grand symphony of life. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.